You're listening to Once, episode 150, Snowdrifts and There's No Place Like Home, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. Thank you for joining us. Wow! What an interesting season three finale. I can't believe Once Upon a Time is over. What an amazing series finale. Too bad we turned it off before the last five minutes. I'm sure nothing happened. Wait, I said that last week. Now, just to clarify, we just saw the episodes we just saw so them. these are just our, our initial reactions that's where we have our full discussion later on but now is just our everything that's going to be all mm-hmm. mumbo jumbo kind of mm-hmm. like timelines some stuff mm-hmm. will disappear some stuff won't make sense some stuff will get squashed like a little bug most of my thoughts will resemble silver goo coming out of an urn <laughs> but we'll give you a chance to send your feedback to us for our full discussion podcast later on in this week. And we'll tell you about how you can do that in a little bit. But this was cool. I'm glad they combined these two episodes together. It yes. made total sense. And I, I'd said beforehand that I thought it would make total sense why they were combining it. At least I think I said that. I'm still thinking about Silver Goo. I, I really liked that by putting these two episodes together, it gave them more time to tell the story. And they didn't leave us rolling our eyes at the end of Snowdrift, waiting another week. Yes, exactly. They didn't have to show us a previously on Once Upon a Time. They didn't even <laughs> have to give us the credits. They didn't have to do the intro right. twice. All of the stuff they didn't have to do twice. Realistically, gave them probably five more minutes of content. Mm. that they. Well, maybe not that much. But, well, when you look at how a story flows, if you have to bring the story to an end for an episode... You have to wrap up certain things and give a cliffhanger. But if you're just continuing one episode straight into the other, you don't have to bring it to a wrap up. That cliffhanger might have been there if we kind of go back and look at where one episode might stop, say, on the DVDs, and then the next one might pick up. But thankfully for tonight, they decided to let it flow. (laughs) Bing! Take a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Which Jeremy's drinking his water, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, frozen. Okay. Just yeah, let's just go there. <laughs> just to clarify. They went there. The the whole this could be a combination of things. It could be a combination of Elsa from Frozen. Yes. If you haven't seen Frozen, go watch it. And you can now get it on DVD. And if you want to buy it, by the way, go to oncepodcast.com slash frozen. That will be our affiliate link, which we'll be working later that you'll be able to purchase Frozen on DVD or Blu-ray if you'd like to. But they could go the Elsa route, or they could also go the White Witch route. Like, think Chronicles of Narnia. Okay. So they could go, they could combine these characters. We've seen them combine characters before. Whatever happens, Disney's going to sell more merchandising from Frozen (laughs) for this. Well, see, here's the thing. And I've said already, I thought there's no way we'll see frozen covered in this show probably ever let alone soon because frozen is too new of a movie and for some people some people believe it or not there are some people who are slow to watch movies it would be their first exposure to the story and for everybody else 
you already before it's sort of more of a classic you already want to retell the story and maybe twist it and do those sorts of things it seems very very strange but the way this scene was framed clearly they wanted everyone who's ever seen frozen to think elsa yes so if they do honestly just to be honest i'm disappointed that they'll go there well if they don't there are plenty of people who want very much to see elsa they will be disappointed (laughs) so either way i think you're gonna have some strong reactions if nothing else well the movie frozen is based on a fairy tale by hans christian anderson called the snow queen so what they're doing is they're bringing in another fairy tale character they're not bringing Mm -hmm. in a movie character they are bringing in a fairy tale character but they are tying in brandings that we already know yes it's very recent which is kind of odd because most of the characters that they've brought in have been from movies that Disney did in the 90s or earlier. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't seen Kronk or anyone. <laughs> well, that's different we, than a fairy tale. We haven't anyway. seen Simba. Oh, we no, haven't seen uh, you know, a lot of the Tarzan, a lot of these more modern Disney movies. Now they're <laughs> jumping it and we're seeing Elsa in here, potentially Elsa. She looks like Elsa. So I'm just going to call her really Elsa. Really the glove? Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it's cool and it's a little odd (laughs) cool in temperature (laughs) it was very odd and it will be interesting to see where they go with this because the way that they're kind of making each season or half season is that there's some villain some look at season one the villain was regina and the curse yes season two was for the first half of the season the villain was the separation that they were in being in present day fairy tale land and in storybrook and then cora was the villain very quickly they wrapped up the cora storyline and then greg and tamara became the villains who are working for the bigger villain of season three which was peter pan for the first half of the season and then the second half of season three that we just finished mm-hmm. was zelena as the villain and by the way zelena well we'll talk about her more but my goodness she's just she's gone she's just gone yeah I was expecting to see her. This story arc, honestly, was nine episodes. Then they gave us a two-hour movie, basically, to wrap up something they might have spent the last 15 minutes on. I mean, as far as what was accomplished. Mm -hmm. Was, you know, previously about 15 minutes worth. And I really enjoyed the way that they did this. I enjoyed it. It didn't feel like a season finale. It didn't even feel like a mid-season finale. And it uh, felt like, hey, it's summer and Once Upon a Time has been gone a while. So here's a movie. Enjoy this. And a lot of things in the story, I think a lot of the writing did suffer in this. Certain plot lines. There was something big to me that we'll get more into in the full discussion coming up this Wednesday. But there was something. Yeah, a couple timeline things that really seemed messed up. Some other stuff that was really odd and some poor writing yes there's that so we're acknowledging that but i really thought it was cool to get to see season one again because remember (laughs) (laughs) i don't mean it like that (laughs) yes yes without having to put the dvds in even but so close to 
how things were and getting to see some of the exact same scenes, <laughs> but seeing them in a slightly different way. That was fun. I really enjoyed that. That was something that Back to the Future 2 is a really weird one from the series. I really like Back to the Future 3 the best. But okay. one of the things I loved about Back to the Future 2, and I think I've only seen it once in my life, is how, spoiler, by the way, how they go back to the events of Back to the Future 1 and redo them from a different perspective. It, it's And I yeah. loved how they did it. I loved how in the Harry Potter movie, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, how, sorry, this might be another spoiler for you, but how they do <laughs> time travel in it. When you get to see the same event from a different perspective due to time travel and the event folds unfolds because of the time travel in a particular way. Yeah. So the thing I've been talking about for the last few episodes, where by trying to change the past, you create the past. I love seeing that kind of thing. Or like this, where they broke it and then had to fix it and things, we got familiar stuff, but it was brought back together. Yeah. Mostly. Except, right, I would have preferred that somehow they caused it and it always had to happen. I think I would prefer that. Not sure. Because they made time travel a very shaky prospect, as maybe they should. At least it doesn't feel like something that's going to just keep happening. It just happened. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to keep happening. But that means that the history that we've seen, yeah, basically the story we know, the story we saw in season one is what happened, but not really. She didn't even hit him with a rock. The The whole main scene that really, in a sense, got a lot of us hooked Mm. on the show. Never happened. Seeing the whole robbery from two different perspectives and seeing what led up to it and everything, that wasn't the main thing that brought them together anymore. So maybe it doesn't matter that much going forward because the same basic things happen, but at the same time, it kind of bugs me. Well, and when they get back to Storybrooke, Snow remembers Princess Leia. Right, is, <laughs> yes. that was the impression I got. Is that? Oh she yeah, said, it was. They were they're in the book. Yeah. So so they did change the present because now Snow remembers. But, but it, it had such a big build up. I kept waiting for someone to say something. I thought she was going to walk in, and for some reason they weren't going to know her, even though that didn't make any sense. And I thought this, and I thought that, and all these things might be the case, and they weren't. They basically even had a few lines to, to indicate. Well, yep. We we did that whole time travel thing. It, it fixed you, Emma, but it basically did nothing else. Mm-hmm. It didn't really change anything of any consequence over the last two hours, except for the couple things we brought through, one of which we know about, that screwed everything up because we can't have a moment's peace. Yeah. <laughs> Not a moment. If the urn of convenience, as I shall call it, had to come through... After Hook so dutifully took it out of its cabinet and placed it within vortex-sucking distance, if it had to come through so conveniently, couldn't it have just been dormant for like half a season? Maybe that could be some foreshadowing for the mid-season finale next year. That could have been really cool to like, see this oh, object. Oh, we saw that like six, eight months ago and now it's happened. No, no. It has to open right there in the middle of... Yeah. Whatever that I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm a little it, it would have been it was really... a huge bill. It was like a two hour <laughs> man, it's like the se- the season's over and there's still two hours. It's gonna be huge. And I'm a little let down. It was fun. But the season ended last week. 
Well, it could have been cool if they left the bottle unopened, and then it would be the whole J.J. Abrams closed box thing. Well, it wouldn't be that, because eventually it would be open. Well, yeah, but over summer, we would all be theorizing what is in that (laughs) vase. Now we don't have to. Would have been a mini typewriter in our minds. We don't really have to theorize all that much, except, well, if this is Elsa. Is she good? Is she evil? Most likely she's the new villain. It seems like Regina might become the new villain, too, because Maid Marian came through. <laughs> Could it be a lesson in love? <laughs> yeah, very much. By the way, speaking of lessons in love, <laughs> there are some people who love us, and we love you, too. A lot of people that love us. And thank you so much for your support, and specifically for this episode. Big thanks to Steve Johnson, David Newland, Lisa Slack, DJ Firewolf, David Williams, Tammy, and Paul Dickinson for sponsoring this episode of Once Podcast. We really appreciate your support. It keeps the podcast running, keeps everything online, because it does cost quite a bit to run the podcast, especially during the months that we're not creating podcasts as often. It still costs just as much to run the podcast and run the server and stuff. So we really appreciate your kind donations. And several of these are subscribers too. So they've automatically signed up to be ongoing monthly donators to the podcast. And we really appreciate that. If you'd like to add your support, there are a couple options. You can give a one-time, an automatic monthly donation, or a per-episode donation through Patreon. And we're now up to $16.50 per episode on Patreon. So big thanks to our Patreon backers as well. All of those options are over at oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. Now, Paul Dickinson sponsored with a message. Oh. And I feel like it fits very well with this episode. Again, <laughs> his message is magic Power. comes with a price, but not rules. <laughs> there should be a guidebook for the once writers to help them make the universe self-consistent. Get on it, Adam and Eddie. <laughs> that from Paul Dickinson, his sponsored <laughs> message. That is so funny. You can sponsor with a message. It could be a happy birthday, an I love you. It could be your Twitter account. Just... Uh, Pending approval, by the way, on some things. But you can find out all of those options of how to support us at oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And again, big thank you, Steve, David, Lisa, DJ, Tammy, David, Paul, and all our Patreon backers for your support. Yes, thank you so much. It was really cool to see some of our favorite characters again. It was. It really was. And not just in a, hey, Red, you're standing where Tink was standing kind of way. It was like she actually had a part. She had lines. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. And and we got to see Blue again. Yes. We got to see Abigail. All the colors. <laughs> well, except green. We got to see Abigail again yeah. or Catherine. I knew, <laughs> I knew when they started showing flashbacks to Abigail and David in the coach that they were actually going to change the scene for more reasons than just plot. Because we saw Abigail in Granny's, I was like, oh, they actually brought her back, which means they had to shoot more scenes. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well have her in both places. It was nice to know the fate of Aurora, which was not a blown up monkey. And we did get to see her too. And she didn't have a monkey baby. And my thoughts on monkey babies were voiced. That was very satisfying. And it sounds like she had her baby. It does sound like she had her baby. Maybe we'll get to see more of that baby in season four, which, by the way, we know Once Upon a Time is coming back for a fourth season. That's already been confirmed. They even said it in the episode. At the end of the episode, they said new episodes of Once Upon a Time return or Once Upon a Time returns with all new episodes this fall. 
Huh. And the ABC upfronts haven't even come yet. The upfronts, by the way, we're doing something really special for the upfronts. On Tuesday, that is uh, May 13th, it's 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time, GMT minus 4 while we're in daylight saving time. And it's the ABC upfronts where they talk about the upcoming shows. They talk about some of their past successes. It's primarily an event for press and for sponsors. But as members of the press, we get to see it. And here's the cool thing. We can't share it with you. But what we're going to do is we're going to watch it and live stream while we're watching it so we can share our commentary with you. And it's not just going to be us because we host this podcast about once upon a time, but also Wayne and Troy, one of them will be joining us as we talk about Resurrection, one of the other shows that ABC has, and also and has renewed. Uh, either Ben or Daniel from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast, which we have over at Welcome to Level 7, will be joining us. And also, I believe a couple, maybe one or two of our other hosts from Once Podcast will be joining us. So it will be a great panel. We're not going to release it as a podcast. We will publish it on the blog that you can rewatch if you really want to. It might be a little <laughs> weird to watch us watching something and then commenting here and there, but it will be a live event over at oncepodcast.com slash live. So check it out. That's this Tuesday, May 13th. Afterward, you'll be able to rewatch it on YouTube or maybe on the separate websites. But did you notice the hidden Mickey at the beginning? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so hidden. Yeah, we got to see Emma as a young girl and see the pain on uh, her eyes and seeing someone else adopted instead of her being adopted. And I like how they gave us so few flashbacks in this. Did you realize that? Well, when you have main characters flashing back physically, yeah, you don't need to do as much. That would just be confusing. True. Yeah. It gets... But the the flashbacks that they showed us each had a specific purpose. It wasn't like a series of flashbacks to give us this alternate storyline or this connected storyline, but it was specific things to tie stuff together. And that was I mean, that was cool to see them not doing the normal way of storytelling. And well, they threw every normal way of storytelling out in this episode, really, and gave us yes. something completely different, which I really do appreciate. I did really enjoy this episode. Yeah, it was... Or episodes. It was good. Now I understand why Emma's been whining so much. She needed, you know, she needed to be fixed in this one. I'm glad that she considers Storybrooke home. I think that's... I think that was really the main point of the two hours, was let's actually get Emma home. Right. Because she's never been... She's never had both feet in Storybrooke. And also probably confirming for us that Zelina is truly dead. Well, they did that pretty early on. But, yeah, I... <laughs> Which, um, yeah, they they did exactly what I said. Regina sat in her room and explained it all from guessing. <laughs> but that's okay, because I liked the explanation. I was thinking that because of the whole smoke monster that Zelina turned into. I was thinking that these episodes would cover something where she did go in the past and she did change something. Well, yeah. And I think that's what got me is that these were disconnected largely. Mm -hmm. I thought that the season wasn't over, but the story arc, the Zelina story arc was pretty much over. Yeah. And 
and I kept expecting in this episode, when are we going to see Zelina? Why isn't some of this stuff in the past even already changed? Like, oh. I was expecting Rumpel to say something like, well, that's a job for my apprentice. And it'd be Zelina <laughs> there in the past. Oh, I didn't. I guess I just, I just have learned to trust Regina's suppositions the first time she thinks of them. So, yeah. so the idea of the pendant just sort of fulfilling regina's last wish was to open the portal and that was it so really if regina and hook hadn't gotten near it on their own nothing ever would have happened it would have just been like hmm could somebody clean up that giant beacon of light that's streaming into the sky so remember children when you see a giant beacon of light streaming into the sky (laughs) don't go near it if you do hold on to your cell phone hold on to your cell phone Uh, that was at least reassuring when they came back through at least it's still her cell phone was still there, and it was still being called by David, and it still had the right person on it. It was reassuring. Mm-hmm. And her phone didn't disappear when she went through. Yeah. There were little things like that that showed nothing changed. <laughs> a couple or a few relationships were made quite serious in this episode. Quite. I wasn't expecting a wedding. The Yeah. <laughs> well, for one, yeah, Rumple and Belle getting married. And then, sit on a throne of lies. Yes. Which apparently is okay. Apparently that's what Belle loves about him. He remembered it, though, even during the wedding. It was nice for them to show us that. Yeah. And show us that he's still keeping this in mind. And that... Well, they showed it to us in reference to Belle's words as if to tell us, it's a real wedding. Go ahead and be touched. He's got a flaw. He's always got his flaws. Belle's okay with that. Don't feel too upset for her that he lied to her and wove lies into his proposal, it's okay. <laughs> Aren't we all flawed? That's that's kind of what I took from it. Which, okay, fine. Because the wedding was really nice. So all if I'm supposed to feel good about it, I'll feel good about it. That's fine. Well, and also we got to see Regina and... Uh, not her. Oh my gosh. Regina and Robin uh, having a nice romantic fire and... Kissing outside of Granny's diner just before, boom, Maid Marian is there. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, it really sets up some, uh, a lot of things, a lot of complications in the future. Because this now means there's a love triangle with Regina involved in it. Well, and what she said to, to Emma was completely understandable. She's only recently learned to overcome all those feelings. It, it, I mean, it was completely understandable. The Issue will be, does she go back to being the evil queen yeah. over it? Does Is her vendetta now against Emma? Hmm. I hope not. I think that's... Well, now Emma and... I'd have to call her Queen Yo-Yo. Now Emma and Hook are together as well. Which yes. a lot of people are saying, finally! Officially. And I think their relationship kind of needed this in order for it to progress. And the reason I'm now... Uh, accepting this is because well other things have happened that they can move on with it in this way so to see them together really shows how their relationship developed in just this episode and that's stuff that we needed to see in order to appreciate their relationship in this way and then to also see to that the respect that neil got for being named or the baby being named after neil yes now we have prince neil which i called yeah (laughs) <laughs> and and a lot of people were saying i know jacqueline said something like if they don't name the baby neil i'm gonna stop watching the show <laughs> oh good grief 
<laughs> it's a little extreme. Maybe. But our conversation about this episode doesn't stop here. We have a lot more to talk about because it's not just us running this podcast. It's also Aaron joins us and Hunter and Jacqueline. So we're going to have a really big, great podcast this upcoming Wednesday. The schedule is going to be a little bit different. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at Once Podcast because we want to make sure that we give ourselves time for all of us to talk about this, talk about the highlights from both of these episodes and work through this in detail like you know we do. Please send us your theories and feedback about this episode or both of these episodes. Email that to feedback at oncepodcast.com and put in the subject line the word finale. You can add something else in there like a short summary of your theory or something, but make sure that word finale is in there. And you can also call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or go to the website oncepodcast.com and send a voice message through the website on your computer or iOS device. And if you forget any of this information, it's in the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 150. And if you've been listening for all 150 episodes, thank you so much. That's over 200 hours of content, probably that we've released through this podcast, or it's, <laughs> it's somewhere around there. So thank you so much for sticking with us. We, and if you're just joining us, thank you. Make sure that you're subscribed over at oncepodcast.com, and you can leave ratings and reviews through iTunes and Stitcher by either going to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes or slash Stitcher, and we would really appreciate that, and it helps other people find the show as well. Please follow each of us on Twitter so you can connect with our personal lives as we probably will bring on the Frozen references again, just as we thought (laughs) Uh, they were uh, fading. uh, (laughs) I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter (laughs) at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin on Twitter at Fleegon, P-H-L-E-G-O-N. Make sure that you send us your feedback for our upcoming episode, which will be on Wednesday May 14th over at oncepodcast.com slash live. Big thanks to everyone who joined us for this live episode. And until next time, remember, sometimes the best teacup is chipped. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our donators for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, one-time, automatic monthly donation, or per episode, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.